Welcome to Then Let's Fix It, where we discuss critical issues around logistics and supply chain management in the Caribbean. But more than that, where we mobilize to resolve these issues so that we become some of the world's most attractive logistics jurisdictions. I'm your host, Collis Williams. Visit our website at rdleagle.com to join the discussion. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Google Play. And when you're done, don't forget to leave us a review. Well, today, listeners, Belize is in the house. (laughs) I've invited Mr. Egbert Irvin. I think he's a critical man in the mix for what we've got to achieve for the Caribbean entrepreneur and as a, a buttress to the sustainability of our people. Now, Egbert, you have our project or program manager, I should say, at the Sajikar Kefil School of Business and Management, which puts you, after living being born in Belize and living in Belize and making that migration from Belize to Barbados puts you in a position where you've got access to the minds of a lot of our young people. A lot of them going through with their education as it would have been recommended by their parents and what's not. But we, we, are, we, are, we are in a place where, as a Caribbean people, Something has to change and something has to give. I came up where it was thought very important for me to get an education. And it was just a loose term being used. You must get an education. And for many, it just meant you must end up with a couple more letters from the alphabet behind your name. <laughs> right, right. And by that, and because of that, on account of that, you're supposed to be paid a good salary. Now we are going through an, an evolution where the concept of salary needs to become less current. The, the jobs, as we have known them before, are no longer there. We are trying to enfranchise and incentivize a, 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 a population or a people, mm-hmm. a young people, to see the sexiness, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But more than that, the importance mm-hmm of being masters of their own destiny and taking the mantle up to take responsibility for their futures. And and, and by doing that, engaging in entrepreneurship as their root. So it means that you have got a job there at the Cave Hill School of Business where you've got to now reposition these minds to understand how important it is to get in line as an entrepreneur, but more than that, to be part of an agitation to get the facilitation of a small entrepreneur Mm -hmm. as the currency of our economies. That's a massive task. It certainly is. Um, I'd like to say, uh, first of all, thanks very much for the invitation. Thank you for coming. Yes, certainly is my pleasure to be here. And to share some of my ideas, as well as an opportunity to find a way to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Then let's fix yes, it. Yes, indeed, indeed. And this is a, a major challenge 
um, based on the, the preamble that you just you just stated, because a lot of it is embedded in a cultural mindset, and those things take years to, to develop, and it'll take some time for it to transform. Yeah. Albeit we're in new times, yeah. <laughs> we're in serious times, if you want to look at it that way, but it will still take a while before persons become aware of the need to think differently about how they're going to earn a living and yeah. what exactly is um, required of them to contribute towards the economic development of a state such as Barbados or throughout the, throughout the Caribbean. Um, and and several things need to need to change in order for that to occur as well. So I'm um, just listening to to your point that the thought of, um, for example, the way in which we view bankruptcy, yeah, as an example, shows that we look at those things as failures and end games, and you don't want to be associated with anyone who has you know gone into bankruptcy and and even the laws in terms of how do you get yourself out of that, there isn't a, a, a quick mechanism for you to be able to do that, as opposed to the U.S., where it, 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 you, 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 if you file for what, Chapter 9, Chapter 11 bankruptcy, and, and move on. In, in, in quick succession, you're able to settle whatever um, debt you have to clear up your books, and you're, you're given a fresh start. And, and the entire society looks at that with, without much disdain. In other words, that is seen as, as a matter of fact, <laughs> you have venture capitalists who only look at um, prospective investors as those who have started a business and failed already. They want to ensure that you have been through some th- lessons. Those changes. You've been through the hard knocks. You've been through, you, you've, had, you've had those lessons. Mm-hmm. But here we want to take the, the more um, risk averse, the more um, straight arrow type approach. Yeah. Guarantees. It's, there's a guarantee that if you go to school and if you earn these degrees and if you become a lawyer, doc, whatever the case is, you, you, you will be successful uh, and the list goes on and on. But, but life isn't, we, we all know life isn't like that. Well, life goes through these cycles. And so we need to understand those things. How, how I mean, I, I'm actually, when I, I'm listening to you, and you brought up a subject so early in this discourse here now, bankruptcy. And I say this, if we consider ourselves religious, and my first thing would be, even from a religious point of view, let's be, let's, let me take you down to the back of the Bible. And in the most, the word used almost most in Revelations would be overcomer. And that suggests, mm-hmm. by its mere use, yeah. that, that you've been through something. Right. So the, the reality is for us as a people to embrace and harness right. the overcomer in yes. ourselves yes, yes. and in our societies. Yes, yes. And that's why we have got those of us who are charged, who feel charged with doing what we can. It may end up as not much, mm-hmm. but doing what we can, we need to come to the table to provide this facilitation for the overcomer. We call him an entrepreneur. Right. He's an overcomer. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Now, the overcoming is a deep-rooted, you, you spoke about the cultural effect, yes. and the cultural impact. Right. Yes. My friend, you've got a job because this thing starts in the mind. I would have been one, been told to get an education. You want to get a job. So not only from home, Right. Is the discourse one... But it's also in schools. It's in schools. Right, right. And then there's a, the element of the fear factor 
So, so we, we, are, we are fearful of trying something new. We're fearful of doing something that no one else has done because I'm not sure of the reasons why. Well, the shame. <laughs> you see, we've got small societies and economies. Right. So the shame, or what we call shame, simply because we don't embrace failure. Right. The shame so is we will so not try close. Anything. Right, right, right. So you don't, because, you know, I may walk down the street and everybody's laughing at me. Yeah. In America... You may have to go to another state. The, the reality is, it's not as close. Yes, 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 yes. It's not as close. Yes. You, you would have been... So these are things that we've got to contend with. But then more than all of this mm-hmm. is the structural impositions that these same mindsets... Well, those are there. built on. Right. So if I just mentioned the, the, the legal system... The or legal the, the, system. The, the, the banking system. We the, talked how you're about... able to access finances and you, you need to have a collateral versus whether or not your idea is a good one. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? So, so even within the institutions that we have, they are predicated on some of those assumptions and they've kind of reinforced... They've, been, they've reinforced themselves. We got something happening in Barbados now that I would love to draw... I would love to hear your input on. We've got, we know, and, and I'm, I'm a firm believer in the concept of creative destruction. Right, yes. Where we've got to continue Trumpeter. to reinvent ourselves <laughs> yes. or reinvent yes. ourselves. Yes. And this is the kind of things we want to attract young entrepreneurs to yes. building new items, yes. new ideas, bringing new Deconstruct things. as Decon- well. And deconstruct and, and reconstruct. And reconstruct. Yes. But we are now in an environment where in Barbados, we're, we're forced to lay people off and do all kinds of stuff. Yes. But we are protecting the older yes. or the more staid or less adventurous yes. of our population intact yeah. in, and employed. I dare say it presents itself as quite a significant challenge. Because, again, for you and I, who are, who are out there looking at changing and, and making sure we can provide, master our own destiny, and help others in terms of influencing them to go after mastering their own destiny. You have got the contagion, possibly, of old state ideas remaining intact. Yes. How do you see yourself in the role that you have as a program manager and as one that's in touch with the minds of young people to get them to understand that it is so important for them to push their way through. Because if new ideas, new thinking, new improvements, new ways of doing things don't come to the table, we're done. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, well, I, I think that it's already happening. I, I think that in some sectors, you already have young people who are pushing the, 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 the limits, so to speak. But I think based on the, the question that you're posing, uh, that's more on the public sector side. And and some uh, of those changes that's required there, I think it's going to be difficult, but it it, it it must occur. So if we're talking about the folks at CBC, for example, I, was little, I, I, I couldn't understand how an entity like that continued to survive in, in, in Barbados. To, because to, it to was be, a to social be good in, in every sense of the yeah, word. It's it, it, just to keep... 
people socially employed. Yeah, I, so yes, so it served that purpose, but at uh, a rate of whatever it was, um, a, cost a million dollars per, per, per month in terms of salaries. And what sort of returns are you getting as a society from that? And by doing that also, you, a social good, yes, but you are actually creating problems. You are you're stagnating room for the young entrepreneur to blossom. So if I wanted to open a radio station, Right mm-hmm. in my uh, and I set up a room in in my house or whatever now and I have a tremendous fan base. The, the individuals who run businesses will want to come to me because I am able to reach quite a number of people. But I can't because you have these entities that are basically creating a barrier for me to be able to push through. So they 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 really shouldn't be there. The government should act as a, a, a means of opening up opportunities. So well, deregulating yes. those things I and mean. allowing for individuals, whoever wants to apply for a license to run a radio station, a TV station, should be able to do so because it gives so much. They have ideas. How are we supposed to um, l- unleash that creativity? Well, How are we supposed to unleash the innovation? How are we supposed to unleash new ways of doing things if we don't provide the opportunity, if we don't provide the environment? And in my mind, the role of the government is supposed to be to provide the environment and not necessarily to provide the services directly. Um, it has a room to provide those services directly to those who are least fortunate among us. So I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll give that, but not for the for 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 able-bodied men and women of a society. Well, is, but but then you you ask how are we to do this, and this is this is what this is what programs like this is about. Is about enfranchising people, right? And 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 I, I dare say we 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 talk about the cultural effect. Yes, we've been built. We've we've built societies on big business. Yes. So there's a couple big businesses that we pay honor to. And right. We, we pay honor to their leaders. Yes. The reality is that is dying. Yes. And we have got to incentivize and enfranchise the small, many small people. Correct. Yes. To demand of the yes. leadership whether you call it the government or whatever right. that we will get our piece of the pie yeah. by whatever means we have to get it and it's not going to be that you continue to suck up to the big business we have got to deal with the cultural notion that a small a few big businesses are the the the, 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 the the pillars on which our economy yeah, is built. And all we, kind of yeah. We have to banish it. Yeah. Why? Because the reality is small business makes up maybe 60, 70 percent of, of society. Yeah, of and we need to give small businesses due. Yeah. Then let's fix it. We've got to look at the logistics and the cost of logistics, yeah. how we do logistics, yeah. how we can facilitate that very small man. Yeah, and, and, and the very small man needs to begin to think about his operation as just that, as an operation, and not necessarily just an aside or a hustle or anything yeah. of that sort. It is that, we understand, <laughs> but they need to do more than that. So if you're talking about logistics or supply chain, no matter what sort of business you're in, you need supplies. Yeah. <laughs> if you're baking a cake, you need supplies. So therefore, there's a supply chain that's involved there. So who are you buying from? What sort of relationship do you have with those individuals? If, if something were to go wrong with that relationship, prices go up or uh, items be- become um, scarce or whatever, what sort of alternatives do you have? Are you constantly scoring to, to figure out, you know, what? How, and I go I... further. Yeah. We've got to, 
attract these small businessmen and women and women to the benefits that they should have. Right. Because I, I, I dare you challenge me on whether that little girl making a cake in mommy's kitchen mm-hmm. is not a baker who makes cakes all the time for the people in the neighborhood. She's a baker of and course. she should be accorded the concessions of bakers duty-free like anybody else. Yes, yes, yes. We've got to change the laws that protect big business. I, I agree with you there. That I, little boy that made a gate for his dogs yes. to keep the neighbor's dogs in, mm-hmm. he manufactured a gate. Yeah, yeah. Prove me wrong. Yeah, well, it, it's difficult. And for, until for we to... see that these people yeah. are bringing value, yeah. that little fella who now learned his carpentry, he's went to the vocational training board and got whatever he had to get. Mm-hmm. He has to be able to present his credentials as not just a carpenter, mm-hmm. but a licensed manufacturer of carpentry mm-hmm. or cabinetry. Mm-hmm. When we view and treat our small business people with the accord as we do as, with other as yeah. we do with the big business yeah. and issue them sir yeah but we we, we know what the, the, uh, we, we know the other side of that the big businesses are able to secure what their, their concessions because of the lobbying that takes place no we don't have that mm-hmm. formalized type lobbying but it comes in the form of campaign finances and it comes in the form of parties and so on and so forth then so, let's fix it yeah we can yes, we, yes. we, we miss a view right, on me right, right right to sit here right or watch these minds that you you mold will leave that institution at UE and walk into that morass of I call it violent oppression mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you were looking to protect somebody yes. who fundamentally only protects himself. What happens to the other 80%? Well, you see, again, it goes, we're coming full circle because, again, of mindset. We believe that the job was to go to those big organizations and work there for the rest of our lives until retirement. Mm. But that is, it's, it's, a, it's built on really a false premise. False premise. It's right. False it's a false premise. Get it. So even even conceptually, when people ask you what you do, people often say, oh, I work for this organization it's a you work couldn't you say well you work with you are just providing a particular service and you could provide that service to multiple people with whatever skill set that you have it could be uh based on the certification or the vocational Mm -hmm. training you've had or whatever it could be just about your creativity or a hobby that you've developed over time and you want to explore that further so you can work with multiple individuals and you can put your labor, your skill, your product, your service, whatever, through multiple channels in order for you to get the attention that you need so individuals could purchase what, what you have. You know, and now it's is, easy. What you say is very interesting because I actually believe that being employed stunts of course people's productivity. Of course. Because some, some businessman may decide, I just need you to move A to D from of point A to point B yeah. in a day. Yeah. And I don't want to hear, I do, I'm not interested in your ideas as to how to, to move do it. I don't, no, no, no. You're yeah. not paid, and they might actually tell you that. Yeah. You're not paid to think. That's my job. I'm the general manager. I do the thinking and I say what to do. Your job is just to be a train, a mule, or whatever, whatever. Egbert, how do we creatively destroy this culture? That has no infested yeah. 
the Caribbean. I call it post-traumatic slave disorder. Yeah. We are left with something that our people are so afraid of taking a chance on themselves and their talent, which they know deep inside is at the same level as anywhere else in the world. And I will not stop until the Caribbean is with whatever effort I can make, I may not win, but I will be winning. We've got to fix it. We've got to make the small entrepreneur more conscious of how good he is. Right. And have, I think the consciousness is important because you and the consciousness and the confidence. Right? And once you're able to make that first foray, into that field, you will recognize that it's going to be okay. Yes, challenges, who doesn't have them? My question is, why aren't you, as a program manager, calling in some of these institutions, whether it is customs, whether it is BIDC, BNSI, and having that think tank, how can we, I've got 60 fellas coming out or girls coming out this, this year, they need frictionless borders. They need frictionless finance. They've got to be able to accept a dollar twenty yes. for an item yes. from Japan yes. or from China. Yes. For heaven's sake, man, this yeah. is the place that Rihanna came from. Right. Can I sell a piece of yeah. mahogany right. from Rihanna land? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, t- your challenge probably accepted, or I, I must say that I've been not as maybe vocal or in the forefront of those uh, conversations as maybe I, I, I could be as well. Um, I spend a lot of my time more talking to... Yeah, to the, the actual students. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and this is where then as Fix It is, is... That's what this is about. We have, we, we've got to, to, to challenge ourselves. It's got now to be more than just talking to these individuals. Right, 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 right. We have got to face and, and understand. So you're talking about mobilizing. Yeah, and, we, we've and got to mobilize. Whatever at the end of white this papers year, providing yeah. Yeah, an opportunity for. Yeah. At the end of this year, I want to put this all together. We can take out the, the nuggets and elements of what have come up. And we've got to mobilize. Yeah. Boots has got to hit the road. And it's not just about Barbados. It's yes. about a Caribbean yes. being able to be viewed as a place to do business. Right. One of the first places you got to start is to de-risk. Yeah. They look at us as a high-risk finance institution. Easy fixes for that. We've got to move from cash. We've got to move toward a more cashless society. It helps. It helps that little boy down the road. It certainly does. Yeah. So we've we got to mobilize and, that and, way. And, 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 <laughs> and that's actually what some of these entrepreneurs are asking for. <laughs> they're, they're, asking, they're asking for that because they're already operating in that space. Many have... You know, the PayPal accounts uh, and so on yeah. and so forth. And they want to be able to use it but more. Dealing in the Caribbean yeah, yeah, is high risk it, it, and it, therefore it, it, there's high cost. Yeah. And PayPal and them are saying, but if you want to get this money, you've got to pay me this amount of money to yeah. get access to yeah, this right, money. Right, right, yeah. We've got to mobilize because I, I, I think one of the challenges we find all the time is that the information regarding things like this is not presented in a way that it appeals to people. So we see the banks doing things like forcing you to go to the ATM, forcing right. you to go. Yes. Yeah. And it, it has value, but yeah. it's not presented as though this would assist us in making this jurisdiction less risky right. on the financial market. Mm-hmm. It's presented as though we want to be more modern. It's more than that. 
when you talk about the, the computerizing customs and, and modernizing customs, it's not modernization. It's improving productivity. Right. Simply because we want to facilitate that small businessman being able to move his product through a border yeah. well, in you a see, shorter space of time see, as possible. Yeah, but that, 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 that should be the mindset. But that isn't. The, the reality of whether customs accepts, um, you know, the Asikuda system or whether or not they have um, post audits or they're more about risk management and things of that sort. It's not indigenous. It's not that it's coming from the controller who says, guess what? We need to ensure that we're, you know, facilitating trade and we ensure that goods are seen. no. It's the World Customs Organization basically saying that we need to have some sort of harmonization, global harmonization. Well, and so they, they are kind of imposing these things in a sense on us. We, 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 yeah, it has its benefits. But I'm just saying to the point that it's not that we conceptually are doing these things because we want to ensure that we're going to reduce costs and we're going to facilitate trade. That, that's not ultimate. I, I, that's, that's, what you're saying is very true. But at some level, we've got to put the hammer down. Listen, I see Mr. Trump make a decision regarding the Universal Postal Union. And it shocked them to their, their knees. Because he's saying, I'm not accepting, Carrot Blanc, what you're presenting to me. I spoke at a union of postmaster generals in the Caribbean. And I was shocked to see what I may have to say is a level of subservience and mendicancy that does not protect my small entrepreneur in the Caribbean. And I keep asking myself, are we going to just sit down and accept it? Mm -hmm. Aren't we masters of our own destiny? Mm -hmm. If we are, well, then let's fix it. Uh, do we think we are? Well, we've Probably. got to know in gender a mindset right. then yes. that we are, in fact, the masters of our own destiny. And if you're religious, the Bible says you're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. And therefore, let's get on with it. But it's, that is the ideal. But somehow... These things we know we need to make the change, but it it is and Barbados, Jamaica, or Grenada in terms of the IMF programs that we're currently under, we know that we need to change structurally some of these things that we have in place. We knew it beforehand, but it is only when someone else comes and says, "You need to do this by." Or else this is going to happen. So I'm not. How can we put that same sort of pressure? that we need to put on our policymakers as uh, uh, an entity like, like, like the IMF, we can. But I don't know if we ask for those things. So well, when we're coming around campaign time and when we're saying, what are the issues that you would like changed? But it's a more popularity contest as far as I see from our perspective, more so than it is about ideas and about policy and about putting things in place to ensure that the that we all can prosper <laughs> and uh, we can benefit. I, I'd say one thing to you, Egbert. I came up in an environment where I was taught that if you saw what the problem is or you see what the problem is, it's your responsibility to fix it. Then let's fix it. 
See what you're saying. But I mean, you, can, can you fix your tax policies? If you're saying that, well, yes. Or, 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 or it's can, not going to change we, in a day. Right. Or can, can we say, guess what? We, we should not, uh, these statement uh, state enterprises. Stop. There are a problem in all of our jurisdictions across the Caribbean. They create, it's not only a drain on the treasury. It creates, it inflates uh, salaries, <laughs> for example. You know, it allows for cronies to be packed in those organizations based on political affiliation. And it, as well as it damages the entrepreneur, um, it, it doesn't provide the opportunities for the entrepreneurs to flourish because they are taking up their space, in mm-hmm. other words, space mm-hmm. within the, the market. So, but yet we still have a lot of them. Whether it's Trinidad, Barbados, Jamaica, Belize, it, it's, it's a problem. Egbert? You see the problem. Then let's fix it. You've got to start or continue to encourage these minds that you have contact with. That sitting and seeing these challenges and saying nothing is no longer powerful. What I I, I observed um, a few weeks ago, it dawned on me really. Um, Because I, I interact with individuals from corporate Caribbean, across mm-hmm. this entire region. And the individuals who are promoted to senior management and, and, and positions who are in the decision-making uh, uh, seat, they have been promoted to those positions generally because they confirm. Mm-hmm. Right? And so they themselves will not make decisions that's going to change things much. So when we talk about even that... Um, the entrepreneurship within the organization itself, where you have the creative, where within the organization can you can bring new products and new ideas. You can look at new ways in which we can, uh, inter, uh, uh, the processes that we have, we, we can change things even from within an organization. Yeah, but we don't. Why? Because we came up through the school system, through the organization, we're confirmists, you're promoted because you, you're not rocking the boat, you're only, you only do as you're told. And those individuals that challenge, those individuals that say, why not? Let's look at it another way. You're ostracized. You're, you're not given, you know, as much... Um, you, you, you. I, I, I want to flip this for you, Egbert. Here's what I'm suggesting now. The greatest strategy in war is the ambush. And the question I have for you so guerrilla uh, tactics hit and run we may have to put some of these <laughs> mines in place from an ambush to get these young mines who appear to confirm and accede to all that's being presented until they get to a place where they can make that move right. it would be the greatest strategy because if we continue to keep the old state concept of operation in place in yeah. the Caribbean, mm-hmm. our sustainability is in trouble. Mm-hmm. My question is, can we form the ambush where these young enough minds that we have influenced to get into the layer of these organizations till they get to a place where they can make the relevant changes? Because the key is to get young, fertile minds right. who are harnessing Failure, who yeah. are risking failure right. into these organizations right. until 
and this is why he's saying it's not a revolution. It's going to be an evolution. It's going to take time. Mm-hmm. But I feel strategy has got to be built now. Right. We cannot continue to present and pose these pictures of the Caribbean as they are if we know what the problem is and don't go to quote-unquote war to change it or present it a different way to master our own destinies. I agree. I agree. I, 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 okay. I see that. Yes, yes. We've got some concurrence. <laughs> I am. So where do you sign up for? The infantry? or the, Yeah, you can choose. <laughs> but we've got to go in the trenches. It has to change. Right. Yes, yes. It yes. has to change. Yeah. Egbert, I want to thank you very much ah. for coming up this afternoon. I had a nice spirited conversation, but the reality is this is just the conversational part of it. Right. I would want you to join as we mobilize toward the end of the year, because we've got to move now. Okay. And it's, it's, not, it's not going to be about talk. If the young people don't feel that there's somebody rooting for them yeah. to fix it so that they yeah. have a platform yes, to yes, run yes, on, yes, yes. we would have let them down. Yes, yes. I, I, I agree. I agree. I've, I've listened to, to, to several of them, and I, I know some of you the in touch with them all they, the yes, time. I'm in touch with them all the time. The, the best As thing I said, you can I do just for had a them. conversation, you know, with, with, with one who, he, he was an, an engineer. He, so he has letters behind his name. He was working, for, you know, a, a, with, a, with one of those big companies. Mm. And he decided to go out and do something totally different from what he was trained for. And it's a good thing. There's, there's, there's no prescription. There's no prescription to say because you went to this particular school or you obtained that degree that you need to be stuck there. If you 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 have a fertile mind that has all ideas popping, well, we gotta get these fertile minds planted, planted, planted yeah. strategically. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Egbert. Thank you very much for having me. Had fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I'd be happy to hear your thoughts on this episode. Simply join the discussion forum on our website, rdleagle.com. You can also contact me at callis at rdleagle.com. See you next time on Then Let's Fix It. There's so much more to discuss and do.